from the Gospel of Luke. Then said he also to him that bade him, When thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen nor the rich neighbors, lest they also bid thee again, and recompense be made thee. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Today we are resuming our study in the Acts of the Apostles, and we are ready for chapter 20 this morning. Now, chapter 20 deals with uh, kind of Paul in the Macedonia and Greek uh, Greece area. Uh, there's a short story about where he's given a sermon, and a boy falls asleep and falls out of a window. Um, and then it appears that Paul brings him back to life. It's kind of interesting. Uh, and then he has to say goodbye to the church at Ephesus, the place where he's really spent the most majority of his time, or the largest portion of his time. And he's going to be going to Jerusalem. And uh, there's a lot of weeping and crying, and some people don't want him to go. And Paul's going, even though... The Holy Spirit has told him that what awaits him there is bonds and afflictions. We have to remember that Paul is someone who is completely, 100% sold out to the mission to share the gospel and to grow the kingdom of God throughout all the earth. And even to the point where he's going into situations where the Holy Spirit is testifying to him that what awaits him is trouble. What awaits him is abuse. What awaits him is chains. That is definitely a different mindset uh, than what most Christians possess today. And I, and I include myself uh, in that statement. So with that backdrop, let's have a look real quick. Before I start reading, just a reminder, this podcast is 100% listener-supported. Uh, Patreon subscriptions have been on the down. If you're being blessed by this broadcast uh, and you want to support it, please consider going to scriptureandprophecy.com. And there's a support and donate tab at the top, or the links are in the description on YouTube. Let's begin. The Acts of the Apostles, Chapter 20. Verse 1. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and when he had exhorted them and taken his leave of them, he left to go to Macedonia. And when he had gone through those districts and had given them much exhortation, he came to Greece. And there he spent three months, and when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. And he was accompanied by Sopater of Berea, the son of Phyrus, and by Articus and Secundus of Thessalonians, 
and Gaius of Debris and Timothy, Antiochus and Trophimus from Asia. But these had gone on ahead and were awaiting for us at Troas. Please note, I'm just something I just kind of observed is that the writing style here, uh, the storytelling, uh, it's using the word us now. Um, he just said they were waiting for, he listed these people who were going to accompany Paul on this mission, but they had gone on ahead and he said they're waiting for us, meaning me and Paul, Paul and I, and uh, the writer of Acts is Luke, so we can easily make the assumption that Luke is with him at this time. Continuing on, verse 6. We sailed from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them at Troas within five days, and there we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, we were gathered together to break bread. Paul began talking to them, intending to leave the next morning, and he prolonged his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we had gathered together, and there was a young man named Eutychus sitting on the windowsill, sinking into a deep sleep. And as Paul kept on talking, he was overcome by sleep and fell down from the third floor and was picked up dead. But Paul went down and fell upon him, and after embracing him, he said, Do not be troubled, for his life is in him. And when he had gone back up and had broken the bread and eaten, he talked with them a long while until daybreak, and then left. And they took the boy away alive and were greatly comforted. All right, so... It appears they waited till the after the Feast of Unleavened Bread was over and then traveled. So you had the Feast of Unleavened Bread. They traveled they, and they end up in this place. And there's this boy named Eutychus. Or I guess he was a young man. We call him a boy, but a young man. Okay. And he's sitting on the windowsill and he's dozing off as Paul's preaching. Of course, there's many jokes that can be made there, right? And as Paul was talking, he was overcome by the sleep, and he fell down from the third floor. And when they picked him up, he was dead. So that's pretty wild. That Paul is able to... Paul is so anointed with the Holy Spirit. And he goes down, and he falls on him, and he says, It's okay. Don't be, don't be worried. His life is in him, and it says that they took the boy away alive, and they were greatly comforted. Amazing miracles, amazing miracles. All right, let's continue on. Ready for verse 13. But we, going ahead to the ship, set sail for Assos, intending from there to take Paul on board. For so he had arranged it, and attending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Essos, we took him on board and came to Mytilene. Sailing from there, we arrived the following day opposite Chios, and the next day we were crossed over to Samos. And the day following, we came to Miletus. 
for Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hurrying to be in Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. All right, something interesting to note. So we have, we actually have two feasts, biblical feasts, from the Old Testament, you know, the seventh feast, uh, the Moadim, the appointed times of, of Jehovah. Unfortunately, too many Christians don't know about these feasts, which is why we always cover them on, the, on this broadcast. Um, and I've done detailed podcasts on each one of the feasts, including this one. Now, it says that Paul was trying to avoid going to Asia. He was in a hurry, basically. Why was he hurrying? It says, for he was hurrying to be in Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. Now, in Christianity, you know what Pentecost is, right? That's when the Holy Spirit came down. But what a lot of Christians don't know is that, and I'll do, I'll either rebroadcast the the podcast I've already done on this, or we'll do a new one when it comes time here in like two months, or less than two months. Uh, but Pentecost is also the same day as the biblical feast known as Shavuot or Feast of Weeks. You see, all these things, a lot of these things were fulfilled on biblical feasts, right? Like Christ was the Passover lamb. He was crucified on, on Passover. Pentecost was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It happened on the Feast of Weeks, Shavuot. We call it Pentecost. Now, where does that come from? Basically, the way the law was is that you were to count 49 days up to the 50th day, which is the day of Shavuot. You've probably heard of counting the Omer. It's a unit of measure used in the Bible uh, because this is like a barley harvest feast. And so after unleavened bread, you would count the Omer, and then when you got to the 50, that was the day of Shavuot, or Pentecost, which Pentecost actually means, in Greek, 50. That's where it comes from. And uh, interesting enough, this is one of those feasts that actually falls on a Sunday as opposed to a Saturday. So, why is Paul hurrying? To get there, what what's the big deal? The big deal is that there's three Jewish feasts that actually are known as pilgrimage feast: Pasach, which is Passover, Shavuot, and Sukkot, um, Tabernacles. So, those three feasts you were supposed to travel to Jerusalem. Okay, you see Jesus doing it. He'll come to Jerusalem for the Passover and yada, yada, yada. And so Shavuot is one of those feasts. There's three of them where they were, where they were supposed to travel to Jerusalem if possible. And so Paul is trying to get to Jerusalem for the feast of Shavuot or Pentecost. Because that was the tradition to travel there. Just like Passover and just like Tabernacles, Sukkot. So he's hurrying says to be in Jerusalem if possible on the day of Pentecost which is to, in Greek means 50 it's referring to counting the omer 50 days so anyway I just wanted to point that out where obviously we didn't do a deep dive of, of understanding and go and pull in all the scriptures and everything I've done that many times you can go search the YouTube channel 
Uh, just go to my channel and type in Shavuot. There's probably a half a dozen, maybe, podcasts uh, where I've covered that topic. And Lord willing, we'll cover it again uh, here in the next few weeks when it comes up again. So, uh, with that said, let's continue our story. This is why he's traveling to Jerusalem. And oh, just real quick, just so we kind of have notes. See, we had this year we had Passover. Uh, somewhere around April 17th. Unleavened Bread um, went till April 24th, somewhere in that range. And then we have Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, which should be June 11th to June 12th, just so you know when that is. So June 11th, um, I'm not looking at a calendar, but I'm guessing that would be Sunday. June twelfth, so Sunday night to Monday, or Monday, or it might be Saturday night to Sunday morning. You'll have to go look at the calendar. I don't have one in front of me as I'm doing this study, but just to give you kind of an idea of how that's playing out this year. Okay, continuing on. So, for Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hurrying to be in Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. And from, from Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and called to him the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You yourselves know, from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time, serving the Lord with all humility, and with tears and with trials which came upon me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you publicly from house to house, solemnly testifying to both Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, bound by the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there except that the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me that in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions await me. Please note, there's that part that I was talking about, but it's not just that the Holy Spirit's testifying to him that bonds and afflictions um, await him. The Holy Spirit is commanding him to go, right? He says, and now, behold, bound by the Spirit. Bound by the Spirit, meaning I don't have a choice. The Holy Spirit's leading me to go here, telling me to go here. So I am on my... So, so and now... Bound, behold, bound by the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions await me. But I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself, so that I may finish my course in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that all of you among whom I went about preaching the kingdom will no longer see my face. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Be on guard for yourselves, for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which... He purchased with his own blood. 
I know that after my departure savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own cells men will arise speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore be on alert, remembering that night and day, for a period of three years, I did not cease to admonish each one with tears. And now I am commend, now I commend you to God to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified i have coveted no one's silver or gold or clothes you yourselves know that these hands ministered to my own needs and to the men who are with me and everything i showed you that by working hard in this manner you must help the weak and remember the words of the lord jesus that he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And they began to weep aloud and embrace Paul and repeatedly kissed him, grieving especially over the word which he had spoken, that they would not see his face again. And they were accompanying him to the ship. And that is how chapter 20 ends. So he's warning them. He's saying, as soon as I leave, the wolves are going to come out, right? Because there's wolves among you. There's people among you who are going to try to draw you away from the gospel of grace. There's people among you who are going to try to stir up trouble as soon as I leave. Try to remember everything that I taught you. Remember how I labored with tears. Remember how I didn't take advantage of you or try to take your stuff or covet your money or your silver? I provided for myself and the people that were with me. He's saying, watch out. As soon as, basically, as soon as the shepherd leaves, what happens, right? He says, they're savage. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And among your own selves, men will arise, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be on alert, remembering that night and day, I, for a period of three years, I did not cease to admonish one with tears. And now I command you to God, commend you to God, to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So that, my friends, is our study for this morning. I pray in the powerful name of Jesus, you've been blessed, encouraged, and strengthened in the faith. May we all have the heart of Paul. We're not, we don't value our own lives over the kingdom of God and the gospel and the truth. What did Jesus say? I read it at the beginning. You talked about that feast. You know, don't don't worry about all these friends and, and what, worry about the those the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you'll be blessed. Yeah, they can't pay you back, but you'll be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time. God bless.